everybody, and welcome to I'm No Jedi, and, and my name is Travis Walashin, and I'm joined uh, here with a couple of my friends uh, again after an awesome time we had talking about the Obi-Wan podcast. We're here right now for the uh, Ahsoka uh, podcast, a, a limited series. Oh, well, well is, is it? It's not It's not the same as Obi-Wan. I mean, well, you guys are going to explain this more to me. There's going to be a lot of that. Uh, so you got me out of the way. I have with me, um, you know, a person who I'd started the the original Obi-Wan podcast with, uh, your friend and mine, Pete Schermacher. Pete, how are you? Doing fantastic, man. I'm looking forward to talking to some Ahsoka. Um, I'm, you know, I've been a Star Wars fan for a long ass time. I mean, I remember going to the theater, see the original uh, Star Wars with my father and brother, like, I, 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 more times done than I have toes and fingers. So, uh, <laughs> and I have all ten. Um, so there we go. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's a that's one of the few requirements we have here at I'm No Jedi is that you have <laughs> all of your fingers and toes. Um, one of the few. Um, but uh, also uh, with us, uh, we have our, our you know resident Star Wars actor. Like I know I'm going to be calling on you guys a lot, um, but also someone who joined us uh, once during our previous uh, episode, and I knew that uh, twice. we knew or twice, probably, probably yeah. joined us once. It was it was like this is what I was going to say. Uh, joined us, and then we were like, we, we got to have Marta back for the finale, and then we did. Um, and but then after that, we're like, we got to have uh martyr back for when uh another one of these uh, occurs and then ahsoka is here and now we have with us uh of course the great uh my other uh a podcast uh partner from the other podcast from boomtown our 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 local show you guys should check it out if you're in vancouver anytime but ladies and gentlemen marta wesselhoff that was way too long marta you're the best hello there travis you're also the best thank um, you so so excited to be here Full time talking about my favorite series, Star Wars. Yeah, it's a thing that I've like like Pete. I I mean I didn't see. Well, I saw the re releases when they came out in the late nineties, but mm -hmm. I didn't see the originals in theaters. But have seen them many more times than I have fingers and toes as well. Which like as as fitting the requirements, I do have all tied at my fingers not there we go toes, so you don't That's need to worry about that god i was out that felt awkward for a second i was gonna have to ask um <laughs> uh no no this is great we we made a promise uh that uh that we were gonna do this um when this came out uh it's awesome that we're back doing this because i know because okay here's the big thing is i've never watched look look i have watched i've watched more clone wars than i have rebels but i had like a very limited knowledge of of that like i know characters and they're they're kind of general relationships and who who is who and like who's on like the promotional posters and things like that but i don't know these broad strokes um so you guys are going to be super helpful for that with me um but i think everybody i think that's going to be good because you know that's what's so funny is throughout my life i was like uh to all my friends whether like through work friends or family friends like travis is a star wars guy Right, Travis loves Star Wars. Yeah, like, give him another, <laughs> give him another uh, Boba Fett Pez dispenser. He'll love that. Like, I way too many of those. You know what I mean? Those mm -hmm. and like Spider Man. That's like the laziest. Thing. I got is, you. Is your buddy? Is your buddy Kermit the Frog? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, several Muppets. He was like an. He was yeah. like a. Yeah, he was more of like a. You know, one of those Peter Jackson. Uh, the I can't remember what that um, thing he did way back when. Anyway. Oh yeah. Oh god. Why can I remember that? <laughs> Meet the Feebles. Meet the Feebles. Meet the Feebles. Yeah. yeah one of those. Um. 
anyways but but in saying that among you guys when it when it gets down to like this lore stuff which i do love i am uh someone ignorant in it um as uh, that being said uh i wanted to do a quick like kind of check in as we get into this um about what we've all done in terms of star wars i i recently completed knights of the old republic which is uh mm. oh, this is like a couple months ago and i understand that, like even though that's not considered um lore there may have been a reference or two to that uh, in this marta can you confirm or deny um not that i recognized immediately okay. but okay. i do think there's a lot of stuff in knights of the old republic that even though it's not considered part of the main canon a mm -hmm. lot of it has kind of carried through okay. and it, it's similar to a lot of stuff that we'll see in ahsoka like like thrawn is a character that originally came from the old extended universe novels right. from right. the 90s yeah. um and but think... you know those were thrown out of canon but people loved the character so much that mm -hmm. they brought lucasfilm brought him back which is mm -hmm. very exciting gosh like i feel like, like i have so many questions but i, I do feel like we're just going to get off on tangents so let's go let's just get into this pete unless you have anything you want to add like the big thing i want to say <laughs> the big thing i want to and i know we'll get into is just that andor is the best fucking star wars thing ever that ever like so happened good. like ever happened that it kind of came out of nowhere and it's it, kind it, of... It, they, it, uh, they have an advantage because they actually shot on like real sets and like real practical mm -hmm. Well, a lot of, like, even Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, the Mandalorian, they all feel samey mm -hmm. because they're yeah, all shot on this, on that the circular thing. And so, like, a lot of the, I mean, even, you know, there's, like, so many things, we can get into it later, but, yeah, there's, like, so many sets that, like, it almost looks like they're reusing right. sets, but they're not. It's I just, just, yeah, the no, 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 but, but I, I think that's more traditional what we'd seen in the past, right? Right. But the, the problem is that's what I'm saying is Andor kind of has kind of changed the has really raised the bar and kind of changed uh, expectations, maybe uh, as mm -hmm. we go. But again, I say this as someone who hasn't watched the the animated series as much, but also someone who does want to get more into the lore. So I think this will be uh, good. Uh, so let's get to it. This is uh, Ahsoka, part one, master and apprentice. Writer and director, Dave Filoni. Uh, surprise, surprise. Um, opens with the New Republic transport traveling through space. Surprise, surprise. But I, I like that it kind of goes up like uh, an A. I don't know. Maybe that's meant to mean something. I do feel like, you know, directors and you always see J.J. Abrams and whoever, Ryan Johnson even will talk about what they're trying to accomplish with that first scene. So, I, you know, maybe I mm -hmm. overthink that shit a little too much. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so Navigator Droid uh, informs Captain Hale that their ship is entering Sector G38. Uh, by the way, I should give a shout out to Wikipedia. That's what we're, what's going to be driving. Uh, well, shouldn't we should also shout out. This is the first one where we get a, 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 a scroll. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we have a crawl. Oh, we have yeah, I totally crawl. skipped that. Dude, that may have been my favorite part of this whole fucking two episodes was that opening scroll. Well, I, wanted, I won't disagree with you. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> it was. I, I, and I honestly thought of all the, all the shows they've done, I thought this is the best opening one we've got where like, you're yeah. like, whoa, this is some cool shit. Feels real. Um, yeah, it has some nice like throwback moments, yeah. but in a different twisty ways. Um, but yeah, I'll let you go on, Travis. But yeah, because yeah, I, I, I mean, like, like you know, um, Obi Wan didn't have that epic opening. It, if you did it, if you watch the Obi Wan, like the director, or, like the fan edits, they opened up one of them opened up with like the uh, Inquisitors. 
coming on to Tatooine, and that was cool. Because mm-hmm. uh, you see the spaceship mm-hmm. over taking over to Tatooine, and he had the land and Mandalorian, but it set the tone where he was like, "This is going to be a western in right, space." Right. But this one felt very Star Warsy, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Like, and I think that's. I think this is now that they know, or now that like they've announced, like who knows how long they've known it that all of this is building up to a film of some sort, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. this is the first one that felt like, okay, we're going to give you a scroll that's like not a scroll, but it's still kind of like it felt uh it, it gave it a level of importance that the other ones haven't had and it covered ground if you didn't watch the mandalorian episode with ahsoka anywhere he, he faced her you right know? yeah which yeah. To, to, yeah. truth be told they left it ambiguous when they first filmed that thing i actually thought in my mind i thought she killed her hmm right right oh, right interesting yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. i was like when i was watching the uh previews i'm like is this a flashback hmm. I, I had to go back and read <laughs> watch it because i in my my mind she had killed her right, uh, but right. they never showed her after after uh, where Thrawn, and you never really found out where Thrawn was uh so i thought she uh i thought this might be a darker ahsoka but i was i was wrong mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, I think the scroll was also reminiscent of what we saw in the clone wars series every episode it didn't have an open yeah. crawl but it did open up with what? like a a quote or yeah. or yeah. some like yeah. you know just right. basic like wasn't necessarily from the episode yeah, maybe it was but it was like episode, it was like it was, a, it was like it was something yoda setting. would say yeah but like yeah. It, it was always like a like a, a whisper like a just a line like of a wisdom. philosophical totally yeah. you can yeah. see it in a poster underneath like achieve mm-hmm. yeah we should start putting together dude someone should do one of those for every episode anyways uh, make a million dollars thank me later scroll had anything to do with it being in red and the opening credits yeah, no, I don't want to think about that shit too much, but I did. I like that. it. That's why I like that it was in red. Like, yeah. it, it just felt a little more ominous and like, uh, you know, scary. Yeah. And, uh, it, and it keeps it separate from the movies. The movies have that very distinct, iconic, yeah. the yeah. yellow that's kind of going into the distance, yeah. whereas this, mm-hmm. it wasn't, there was no perspective shift to it. Mm-hmm. It was just red going up. Here's the mm-hmm. information you need. Yeah. And it gave it just like, like I guess, an attempt at um, like some sort of literary weight, you know, like because yeah. they're really trying to uh, I think they're trying to go for kind of a Game of Thrones kind of thing with Ahsoka here with the amount of characters and relationships mm. and like in terms of annoying. I don't think like, come on, guys. Come on. Guys. I, I mean, uh, honestly, I think, <laughs> I think a big part of it is the fact that it, in order to fully understand every single aspect of the show, you have to watch like 300 hours of television. Yeah. Plus a bunch yeah. of movies. So and like, that's we're going to, that's what we're going to yeah. get into. Um, so, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> that scroll may have been like, and again, like there's look, I fucking love anything that has a kind of that, ornate kind of a sequel aesthetic and i think feloni does too and i and i really kind of want to live in that world kind of thing and stuff but i did like as we get through all this like um we'll get through everything but my ultimate takeaway is uh, i felt like i was tuning out more than i ever would in a star wars related thing just because they'd be getting into things that um i i just wasn't that uh familiar with right and they'd be like link oh, we'll get to it like okay let's get going so after the scroll uh we learn that uh we, we meet this character eventually uh balin skull um now what did you find off him i found him very fascinating i've got a lot of 
felt a lot of like, and we, we I mean, he gets pretty fleshed out pretty well in the first two episodes. Um, but right off the bat, it felt like almost like a Count Dooku ish, uh, Christopher Lee type of character. He felt like he felt he had a lot of weight to him. And then, of course, he starts wrecking shop. Um, yes. I thought it was kind of like stupid that they just let him on the ship to begin with. Uh, I thought that was like a, just a bad writing choice. Right. Um, All right. Like, what are we doing? Oh, Jedi. Here? He, he even said, oh, this, this can't be Jedi. And, uh, and they let him on the ship. But I thought right off the bat, he gave me a lot. Of, I thought he brought a lot of weight to the to the character. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. actor is great. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, yeah. The the late great Ray Stevenson. Yeah. That's right, right. So that's who yeah, they I... gave a shout out to at the end there, right? Yeah, he yep. he passed away in I think May of this year, unfortunately. Okay. Um. So does this character have a life beyond this? No. No. I think you're saying I no. no. I, I this is a totally new character. Um. Unless he's in a novel. Sorry, my dog is mm-hmm. barking. Um. Unless. Sorry. <laughs> um. But he oh, I would has... like to have. I would like to have used a character that we had met before previously, like on uh, maybe Clone Wars or something. But that's just a Easter egg type of thing. No, it just it uh, doesn't really matter because this guy rocks it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and this place, I mean, this this show is not short on Easter eggs. That's something I can tell, yeah. right, uh, immediately and uh, often. Um, so he's working as a mercenary, former Jedi, and he has an apprentice, Shin Hati. Same thing, I assume, you guys? Yeah, same same yeah. thing. I New haven't character. seen this character. Okay. I think that, yeah. I, I really liked her, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like, I yeah. Think- the most inter- one of the most interesting aspects that I found about these two characters is that even though I mean we will learn very quickly that they are not I mean he says I'm no Jedi they are not part of the Jedi order but it seems like he with his apprentice is using what he learned as a Jedi knight to train an apprentice but seeking power via the dark side of the force like we you can see she has a Padawan braid yes which hmm. Sith apprentices typically would not have a padawan braid that's something that okay. just the jedi have no, um, i'm loving this i'm loving this already that's the kind of shit i want you guys to find for me here's the yeah, other thing so i find interesting here marta is that you know he's a mercenary now but do you think he was a mercenary 10 years ago or do you think he was in hiding i, I clearly think he had been in hiding i don't think he'd be, i think so uh, yeah yeah i mean yeah. if you if you survive the, the jedi who survived order 66 had to have been in deep in hiding because yeah well you know the inquisitors were brought in which we saw in in uh the obi-wan show as well as they pop up in rebels um the inquisitors were brought in yeah yeah Yeah, exactly and they were brought in to find the jedi because they're force sensitive they're uh, uh, most of the time captured jedi or padawans who were brainwashed into becoming yeah you know this part of this task force that was tasked with hunting down and killing remaining Jedi. Mm-hmm. So you had to be in hiding really well because there are ways that Force users can kind of figure out like, oh, this person is strong with the Force. There's someone strong with the Force here. I can sense it. Um, so he he had to have hidden himself quite well, I think. Similar or, with Ahsoka, you know, she's been on the run Or just kind of like years. adapted, right? It's like almost like you kind of, okay, the, here's how I'm going to survive is if I, you know, start, start using a red yeah. lightsaber and... Uh, um kind of doing it on the slide but just kind technically of, you know. they're orange oh really oh, yeah they did yeah. look a little different interesting mm-hmm. cool um all right um so they saw the new republic who's to rescue morgan elsbeth who we remember from i guess mandalorian season two 
season yes. two yeah the That's... episode that ahsoka premieres in right right and where she yeah. mentions admiral thrawn which really just kind of right. opened everything up um uh, and, no, I, and when, that... when, but hey when they when the jedi when the evil jedis i don't know what you would call them the mercenaries so did you get vibes of obi-wan and qui-gon and phantom menace uh arriving on uh Oh. But but totally doing it the complete opposite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Immediately, you know, or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but uh, like like his stoicism. But I think uh, Ahsoka has a very similar Qui Gon esque stoicism. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, which makes sense. She's part of that Jedi lineage. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do want to get to the acting at some point. I, I love slash like. I love it. I love the acting in Star Wars films. It's so unique, but um, at times it lends itself to if you're wearing enough enough loaf, enough extra stuff, it can <laughs> it can start to uh, be a little more difficult to pay off in different ways. And uh, I don't know. We'll get into it. Our, our, here's yeah. a question I had um, as this went: Are Rosaria Dawson's eyes naturally blue? <laughs> No, she's yeah. wearing contacts yeah. to match the character. Yeah, those are like yeah. piercing, piercing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really cool. Um, okay. It also looks like they've uh, touched up uh, some of her prosthetics in it, where that she looks more like the cartoon character. Hmm. Yeah, because because one of the biggest uh, I think criticisms that this show and or just the live action depictions of Ahsoka received is the fact that her uh, the montrails, the the big yeah. head yes. dangly things. In in rebels, so with with that that species, the Togruta, typically as they age, they get taller and longer, and they're like very dr- drastically longer. Yeah. But in the live action show, they're a lot shorter because she has to do a lot of movement and action and and running around, and a giant prosthetic like that wouldn't work. Um, but a lot of people were still really upset about the fact that they couldn't make them a little bit longer. So it was they. I, it seems like they've made them. Just a little bit longer and a little bit more yeah, like on the back, so it doesn't look, look like a, a helmet. More, yeah. 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 Uh, like I thought they, uh, you know, I, I was kind of waiting for them to kind of like breathe in and out. Uh, you know, they kind of weird me out a little yeah. bit. But I guess like, are they just like dead skin? Like if someone um, sliced one of them off, would she, would it hurt? I can't remember if it's the Togruta or the Twi'leks where it's actually where their brains. <laughs> So I, th- I think up. that 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 could be yeah. magic well, though, get you, shout out right to those on. uh we did get to see that one droid who does a lot of doctoring in in the uh episodes we saw him today um yeah. they, they so they're, gotta, they're they gotta hollow, know a lot. go ahead hollow corn like cone like horns that sprouted on their heads but they also formed an ex- extrasensory organ capable of sensing the movement of physical objects around them so it's cat whiskers oh uh, yeah of course <laughs> mushy mushy cat whiskers yeah yeah so top uh, part is hard bottom part is soft uh all right so th- this morgan elspeth uh they refer to her as a witch uh early and often did they call her a witch on mandalorian i can't remember no. this yeah. is the first time it was revealed that she was not just a, a witch but sister. specifically a night sister yeah okay um, um, who were a sect of witches that lived on the planet dathomir um who have that some they... jedi power yeah, yeah, it's they're basically they're force sensitive. A... They're 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 into they're linked to the force. Yeah, it's 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 a form of the force that's more linked to the dark side of the force. But yes. because they're so separate from the Jedi, there really isn't that idea of the dark and the light. It's mm. just a sp- source of power. Um, they're Find they're pretty up. prominent in uh, the Clone Wars series. 
And in uh, the Jedi Fallen Order games, one of your the NPCs that you can pick up as a companion is her name is Marin, and she's one of the last surviving Night Sister. She's the last surviving Night Sister on Dathomir, hmm. who becomes your friend and eventual spoiler alert love interest. Um, awesome, good for yeah. Him. Um, cool. Um, yeah, and, and uh, Darth Maul. It's it's very very worth noting. Uh, so there's the Night Sisters. There's also the Night Brothers, which are the male. So Night Sisters are obviously all women. The Night Brothers are the men that are there, and they're typically warriors. Um, and that's where Darth Maul comes from. So his mom and his brother Savage Opress, uh, they were both raised on Dathomir by Mother Talzin, I think. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, and so they were they, they were raised by the Night Sisters and trained by the Night Sisters. Okay, interesting. And instrumental yeah. in helping bring them back, right? If I'm not yes. mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah, because after after in so in the Clone Wars series, or when he comes back, after you know getting chopped in half and thrown down a hole, obviously he loses his mind. Um, and he's mm-hmm. he goes nuts, and they help kind of bring him back a little bit to himself. He's still a little bit off, uh, because yeah. he's been living in a dark cave, but they, you know, he gets some cool wild, wild, wild style I spider that. legs. I remember yeah. that, yeah, yeah, eventually regular, uh, prosthetic legs, but right, yeah, cool. Uh, I didn't know wow, that that connection is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's cool, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, but Elsbeth. Uh, at later, we uh, she informs Skull that Ahsoka is searching for Grand Admiral Thrawn, who was previously defeated by Ezra Bridger. And now, here's where we're starting to get some references yeah. to, to Ezra Bridger. And I know he's the he was the protagonist in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, now I can put two and two together through this that he must that that series ended with him doing something like some sort of major sacrifice. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so so the whole premise of rebels is that there's a sect of the resistance. There, this specific group, they're, I think they're called Sec, uh, Spectre, mm-hmm. um, and we we meet a number of these characters. Sabine Wren is a member. Harris yeah. and Dula, who we see, um, as well as Kanan Jarrus, who is a Jedi Knight, voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeb, who is a Lasat, I think is the species name. The purple guy. Um, right? and he showed up. He yeah. showed up in the last season of Mandalorian. Yes. Mandalorian. Yep, I saw yeah, him there. Yeah, yeah. He I know up you're Mandalorian. talking about um uh chopper who's everyone's favorite war criminal astromech who has an extremely high kill count which is incredible hmm. uh and ezra who was a young jedi padawan he he wasn't trained as a padawan he was an orphan on lothal picked up was being trained by kanan jarris um mm-hmm. long story short, into, like luke skywalker closer to luke's age yes. than like a normal padawan right, right yeah yeah like a teenager when he was picked up right and is it um, like yeah, and he's at like the center of this picture or this mural that's being revealed. Yeah, um, uh, which is the, the the crew of the ghost, the was cast of name. rebels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and at the end of rebels, what happens is he, so he has one of his like a lot of Jedi have you know specialty things that they can do that other Jedi can't do. Yeah. Um, and his is that he can connect to and like like kind of communicate but mostly just connect through the forest with animals um and there are these creatures called the pergil who are basically big space whales who can travel through hyperspace uh so okay. he effectively he is on an imperial cruiser with grand admiral Thrawn. they've had a big fight um and he t- gets the pergil to kind of attach to this cruiser and tells them go and the, mm. and they just go they so we don't know where they are they kind of just disappeared into hyperspace without any navigation yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the, the, the yeah. pearl girl they um 
that's their their power is they can they they, they have hyperspace ability without having hyperspace right uh, right technology yeah like right not yeah. A, it's not a computer it's their natural ability yeah right, yeah so they can go across galaxies as yeah, as yeah. As you, you so... saw them in one episode of Mandalorian they saw a baby mm-hmm. Yoda looking at them uh, when they're right. flying in space yeah there's whales yeah okay good good yeah good. so they're so like a see... peaceful species that can just fly through hyperspace however they want which is dope crazy and cool yeah. and that's what we see in the end credits there right uh, yeah. when they're trying to do that again like that's that's a super kind of game of thrones kind of and it's also their map too that's also the map uh, the yeah. star yeah. map which i do want to talk about when when um ahsoka finds this how okay so fifth element vibes for sure but also um big time tears of the kingdom uh uh zelda like those things look so much like the actual tears of the kingdom. They're just not. They tears. really do. <laughs> what about how about some Indiana Jones reference? Too? Yeah, 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 for yeah sure. definitely. Yeah. I loved the, all that stuff um, when she's uh, picking that up and getting that out of there. Um, even knowing that it's just like, and here's like something like one of the tropes that I'm not so crazy about is like, all right, someone's gonna figure out what this thing means and how to get there and it's just going to take time it's not going to take some sort of fucking logic that most real scripts do mm-hmm. it's just going. oh i figured it out like like uh, and and i i think that's something uh, for my again for my limited knowledge of clone wars and feloni but also feloni in general like um with uh even mandalorian or book of boba fett um i think that's kind of a lazy trope and it's not just uh unique to him i think that's kind of a lazy kind of star wars trope but also kind of a lazy um writing you know, trope. S- science fiction trope yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and, and i could tell that's what it was going to be there was not going to be any sort of ah uh, like like you wish it would be you know if this is going to be good tv aside from like look <laughs> I, I told you guys I, like i got lost a lot and i appreciate you guys helping me along here but Aside from that, you can still make it a good episode of television by having the resolutions be tied to other like internal conflicts and things like this. Right. You know, that's just feel like I'm not, you know, breaking any new ground here. That's like writing one oh one. But and I think this uh, I think just this just kind of falls into the like remember in Rise of Skywalker when she holds up the uh, the knife that she had and it just happens to match with the. With the thing that uh, the, the part of the Death Star that makes no sense. How could yeah. you not be standing at that moment at that right? Th- like whatever. Um, so this, I, I kind of knew that this is how this was going to wrap up, but whatever. Um, uh, so uh, Ahsoka and Hu Yang uh, obtain a star map to the location of Thrawn and potentially Bridgers. That's what they're Let's excited about. Let's talk about Hu Yang, and he's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and I liked. I didn't know his whole backstory, and so I found that I remember. I remember him, like I don't remember remember him from uh, Rebels or uh, or uh, Clone Wars. It just didn't even dawn on me until I started doing more research on him that he showed up on Clone Wars and was like the uh, like it was yeah. like the dot with all the padwans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, like specifically it. teaching them how to build lightsabers. Lightsabers, yeah, yeah pretty cool pretty yeah. cool okay here's this yeah yeah okay that i like yeah, which yeah, is so. speciality actually came into place uh later on like i know that mm-hmm. when they put this team together at the end because we're gonna have a team again this really this feels like it's gonna be a rebels kind of series right yeah uh, 
Um, well, since you haven't watched it, Travis, this is actually, you could call this a prologue, these first two episodes, because it ends kind of like right where the finale of Rebels ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they they shot it almost shot for shot. Yeah. Uh, at the very end of the of episode two. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, this is almost like a prologue and, uh, for what happens. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really like the design of uh, Young. He's got a bit more of a steampunk kind of thing that you don't see as much in star wars uh i like it um and david Tennant rules as the voice yeah david Tennant's I, so good yeah yeah it was uh, really good um and what, uh, what we'll get to someone who had to do a lot of working uh or a lot of acting with him and you know wasn't there so it was weird um uh so yeah uh potentially bridger so uh, but before they before they they're looking for this location and um before they've been informed that Elsbeth has escaped um so they re- start to regroup the fleet and Ahsoka meets with uh, General Hira Sindula what can mm-hmm. you guys tell me about this person so Hira is one of the leaders of Spectre Squadron from Rebels uh yeah. she is a like crackpot crack crackpot no that's not the right word she's a she's a great pilot, pilot maybe a crackpot yeah. crackpot I feel like is crazy though yeah that's true too yeah she's she's a really really good pilot she's like one of the best pilots that the rebellion has um she was uh the 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 partner of kane and jarris both in in rebellion and in love they actually had a kid together at the end of rebels a horrifying looking kid uh because he's half twi'lek half human and he's got like some weird like green hair and like weird like splotches of green skin i guess I guess that a tweet they we've proven that Twi'leks and humans can can procreate together. Jeez, yeah. His, and his first his first words were kill me. Yeah, it's the the little <laughs> frog prince from yes. the Simpsons. Simpsons, yeah. yes. Let me die. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. Yes, and she is a general in um in the rebellion. She shows up in Star Wars Squadrons as well, the video game. Um, looking very similar to how Mary Elizabeth Winstead looks in the show. Um, so I, I get a feeling that they probably Mm -hmm. maybe had some insight. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's just a badass. She's a Twi'lek pilot. Seems seems very, uh, my impression is she's like a pretty static character. Is this right? Like, like very, like by the book, like stays to the a little bit she she has a bit of leeway i think yeah. especially within the context of rebels i i mean i'm curious to see what happens with her in this show now that mm-hmm. she's more in the general role mm-hmm. where she's right now it feels like base. she's just there to move plot right yeah. she's here to go in yeah. and say hey you got to be nicer to this girl or like here's what's happening kind of thing and yeah like, she's his... she's kind of there to keep the personal connection because she's just... sort of like the they give her almost the mom role in rebels which like of Hmm. course the older female character they're gonna do that too um and that's kind of being carried over here where she's trying Mm -hmm. to bring together like you know sabine she was your apprentice maybe (laughs) get back together yes um which is a whole other thing what we'll get to right right being her apprentice and they were so uh uh yang reveals the star map is still locked after uh these two have gotten together and Sindula advised Ahsoka to obtain the help of Sabine Wren, Ahsoka's yeah. former Padawan, in unlocking the map. Just yes. as Wren uh, unlocks the map. Oh, but but yeah, no, this is like all like so we finally meet Sabine Wren. Um, yeah. So two two things me. here. Yeah. One, just a small thing. It's very weird that they say you know Sabine can help you purely because she's good at art. 
that's the reason that they go to her yeah. because in rebel she's like a graffiti artist and she paints all of her because she's a mandalorian mm-hmm. she paints her her mandalorian yep. Yep. armor yep. she's a graffiti artist. yeah um that's a weird thing that yeah, they're instead like, of oh. going like to the to like the, the scientists in the republic and yeah. stuff we we go to this you know some kid artist you know yeah Okay. The the other thing, and this is an interesting change from Rebels, is that there was not really any indication in Rebels that um, that Sabine was force sensitive. She was never played as force sensitive. She was a demolitions expert. She's hmm. really good with bombs. Yeah. Um, she actually went to the Imperial Academy for a time, and then took those took that what she had learned there and applied it to the rebellion. Closest thing they showed to some was when they trained her with the dark saber. Yeah, but it didn't seem like she had any force powers or anything. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so now all of a sudden they're kind of reconning it. Um, yeah. Is that all it is? They're just retconning it entirely. They just kind of. I, I I don't know. They retconning. So at the end of Rebels, we see, uh, like Pete mentioned, like a shot, like the end of Episode Two of Ahsoka is a shot for shot recreation of the end of Rebels, where we see Ahsoka take going to sabine it's a little bit different ahsoka's wearing a different outfit so we know it's a different time yeah um and i so i think it's the first time that ahsoka is leaving with sabine um so i and it started as ahsoka was taking sabine to go find ezra um but it it, i'm sure will it'll be revealed it Mm -hmm. must have something must have happened in those you know however many years between then and now that -hmm. it was revealed that sabine is force sensitive but it yeah. is weird that she was hanging out with multiple Jedi throughout all of Rebels and not a single one was like, hmm, this midichlorian count is a little high. <laughs> right, especially if that's something that, uh, yeah, uh, interesting. So, yeah. And I'm looking here that, like, Filoni has written all of these episodes, right? Um, he's yeah, which is interesting. This first one and uh, the fifth one. Um, so this should be, like, his, a continuation of his you know long-term vision or his understanding of where this is the character he created i mean this is right yeah yeah um yeah gosh i know that he is like i don't want to get into let's finish this and we'll we'll share thoughts about yeah the 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 creators um and the people working on this um all right um start uh uh yeah look it gets her to help try to unlock it and there's this like like really just like really dry really dry scenes of mm-hmm. between like the the two of them but and here's the thing that that here's where i start tuning out is when uh sabine wren shows up at the the ship what's the name of the ship the phantom is that they're the calling phantom. It? yeah uh i think she called oh, it like wait, get on no. the phantom, the, the phantom go- is uh hera's ship i think yeah okay. no the ghost yeah. is hera's ship isn't it no, the ghost got blown up and the, the oh, that's right, that she that's has right, a chopper. That's, right. that's okay. the Phantom. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name. I'm sure I mean, I love the somewhere. way that um uh, Ahsoka's ship operates. I love it. it's like the 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 physics of it. Yeah, it makes sense. You turn it would be like all kind of like this kind of sideways. What what do you call those fish that cut you kind of become invisible if they tear? tear. Yeah, like the flat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Like aerodynamic, sure. But then like like I was kind of thinking, like, how's this thing gonna land? And then you see it, like I like that. Um uh anyways, um when she gets on that ship, uh Sabine Wren, and she's spending so much time looking at that drawing on the wall, 
And I'm like, okay, I, I get it. This probably means something to somebody, but they stay on it so long and they're showing like mm -hmm. every picture of those cute little, by the way, those cats are fucking awesome. What Lo are those? Loathe cats. Yeah. Loathe adorbs. Cats, they're called. They sound they're exactly great. like uh, our cat, Samson, like our old cat Aww. that now lives with my uh, 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 Nora's grandparents uh, because they didn't get along when she was a baby. But um, uh, yeah, we were laughing. So like they do a great job. I love, I love the comment. Mm -hmm. Here's what I love about Filoni is that he is was always a big fan of how the Phantom Menace had the most in terms of combination of practical and uh, computer generated special effects. Mm -hmm. And I think this this what are they called again? Mole cats? Loath cats. cats. Yeah. So the planet is Lothal and they are oh. loath cats. Adorbs. Yeah. Adorbs. Or loth cats. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, maybe my favorite up, my favorite character of the first two episodes is that, that, that cat. Love it. Yeah. She's like, like uh, giving so cute. kibble and stuff. Like it felt so real. Mm -hmm. um, they're also like CGI cats. Supposedly this is like a, a something they did prosthetics on. Really? They just That's what I read online. I don't know for a fact. <laughs> it's it's like a little cgi i know i that's why i was blown away i'm like i don't know about this one interviewing the cat afterwards it's like yeah i feel like maybe... three hours in the chair yeah i feel like close-ups of the face might have been a puppet yes but okay. the way it was it was i feel like it was it was good it was a good CGI. mix it was a good yeah. mix yeah yeah throwing prosthetics on a tabby that'd be pretty funny <laughs> yeah are you kidding putting prosthetics on a you can't you can't put anything on a cat like I have a hard enough time keeping a cone on my dog. Yeah. It was much stupider than a cat. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, um, uh, Sabine, yeah, as I said, she's able to figure it out through her, uh, because she's an artist. I mean, I do like that. That's good. I like mm -hmm. that kind of adding that intangible to the to the science, right? Um, um, well, the only reason we know is because, again, backstory on Rebels that she's an artist. No one else knows. Well, that's why they gave it to her. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really established. Like she's got some like graffiti up on the walls of the tower that she's living in. Yeah, but you gotta take it. a big stretch, you know. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but so right after she figures it out, um, these those kick-ass uh, assassin droids. What are those called again? Those, those HK things? droids. Yeah, pretty. Bad so that's ass. that's a that's a tie-in with um, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Right there we go. HK. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where oh. that those droids first popped up yeah man really cool really scary um mm -hmm. but i love that that um <clears throat> yeah they kind of uh corner her but then it is not them but shin uh the apprentice of uh ba -ba -ba, what's the other guy skull 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 yeah. yeah um that you know finishes this off by like taking the like first running her through uh and stealing the the map um, now, how about how are y'all feeling about these okay. lightsabers going through people? Yep, I know. I know that this we've is... seen Reva live. We've right. seen Qui Gon die. We've mm -hmm. seen. Um, I saw this. And this through. I was going to say. Sabine I... has now gone yeah. through. gets one. Yeah, are they claiming it's like a clean shot, a through and through, or I mean, it's just I missed don't know. any I it, vital organs. Yeah, vital organs. I mean, Qui Gon was more kind of in the center, and it looked like it was hitting his so. intestines. Maybe with with everyone else, it was kind of on the side, so it might have been more of a kidney shot. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know for sure. I do know that yeah. I, it doesn't bother me. Though. But I do, yeah. But like, I do know that it did ruffle feathers among the, it. Definitely did the louder yeah, yeah. members of the Star Wars community because I think this is. You know, it, it kind of it's it's tied to the idea of again, like I'll say it. I think the worst Star Wars film uh, is 
episode nine, where it happened like three times where it was like, oh, we've we lost a beloved character. And by the end, they're like, oh, I'm OK. Everybody's all right. Like even. Oh, yeah. They didn't even... see him in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Right. And, and like that's a worse trend than any sort of OK, wait a second. Where did this where specifically what technique was this uh, uh, Wiccan? Oh, are they using? using the Shen Yu or a trial form? Because <laughs> <laughs> one would clearly go straight through the kidneys. Yeah. uh anyways um but it leaves you yeah with a cliffhanger um but like do you think they they know that like i don't know like it's, uh, episodic television now is so bizarre mm-hmm. uh we still have cable but like limited cable because i love live sports um but we like 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 when i'll like flip on regular tv it's the worst it's the worst now when you like flip around what am i gonna watch on tv nothing um so presenting these things in this episodic way with a cliffhanger um knowing that you know you've put these two out at at once like i don't know if it loses its whatever effect you're trying to create here um i think it's just more of a marketing thing anyways is there something yeah that kind of ruffled my feathers that made on a, maybe more on a meta level. Um, but like I, also... I I personally like the episodic model. I really enjoy having something to look forward to on a weekday. I'm not sure. the type who binge watches. I mean, I will, but I'm, I'm not the type who likes to binge watch a show. Right. Um, so I appreciate that they are doing the weekly releases. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's become really common, especially for highly anticipated shows like this for streaming services to just drop the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. And I yeah. get the feeling that they knew they were going to do it um, yeah. from the start. Uh, so that just kind of makes it, 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 it a lot of this stuff so, similar to well, they the, could like, easily just had Ahsoka make you save the last second and, and saved all this. Right? Yeah, they were teasing it, but they just started teasing it a little too late. Yeah, I mean, she, was, she was on the scene within seconds. So just, right. Right. she just mm-hmm. arrived 10 seconds earlier, you know, and right. Yeah, I do want to say for this for this fight scene between Sabine and Shin, um, something very, very notable about this is that this is the first time in live action that we have seen two female characters cross lightsaber blades. Cool. It's never unless unless you're counting Rey fighting herself in a vision in Rise of Skywalker, which I'm absolutely not. No, Um, this is the first time we've seen that on screen in live action, which I was very excited about. Cool. Yeah, just, just cool. a fun little note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. Um, uh, cool. But uh, so aside from this, like as uh, as an episode of television, which is what we're here to look at, is, and I mean, like, you know, it's not uh, dissimilar to what I felt about the second one, is that they're really hoping that you have a lot of this outside knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. They're relying on their audience to have a lot of this outside knowledge. And like I said, among my friends, I'm the Star Wars guy. Um, And I was, uh, like I said, there was times here when there was like these references and stuff where it just, I felt myself tuning out. um, Two inside baseball for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, But And I want to get more into it. Um, But look, if you're going to judge this for the first time ever, like, again, we're going to get back to like Andor has happened to you guys. I can... I can tell my my parents like you guys should watch this. You know what I mean? You're gonna forget mm-hmm. that you're watching a Star Wars film or a Star Wars thing, right? Oh, because Andor doesn't feel like Star Wars. I mean, no. that's exactly. tropes so there. there's no, no no lightsabers. There's none of this, none of that. Right. But occasionally they'll throw something in. You're like, oh yeah, it is a Star Wars yeah. uh, show. Like that's what, dude. Like uh, it's just, um, 
Can you recommend this to someone? To I a... don't. I I don't. I I yeah. had a friend ask me, "Hey, should I watch Ahsoka?" And I was like, what, "Have you watched any of the animated shows?" And she said, "No." And I said, "You're like, you can try, mm-hmm. but you probably won't get a lot of it because mm-hmm. it's so." deeply ingrained in that it's it's the mm-hmm. problem it's the beef that i have with the marvel movies where you have to watch like 25 movies to watch this one yeah. new superhero movie to come out to understand yeah. all of the backstory right that's not how media should be done you should be able to have these standalone things yeah. i'm it it makes me a little unhappy with the way that disney has been handling it i do think andor is the peak of star wars television um i i prefer andor over a lot of the star wars movies as well mm-hmm. um but it's because it's so contained like mm-hmm. you don't even need to see rogue one to to watch Andor. yeah but which it's in itself a, is a self-contained it has show real themes that real human beings can relate to and you don't mm-hmm. have to know that oh well he was trained by the flicker to go but it's given about you know like and I, and I and like i love that shit and like i said yeah. and i get excited for for dumb shit too <laughs> you know <laughs> hey star wars fans hope you're enjoying this uh but like like when i see a fucking uh the the holograph communicator from the prequels like i love Mm -hmm. little things like that gets me excited right but who is this for what are they thinking long term see i think that what you're talking about there marta about like because I've tapped out on the Marvel uh, universe. I tried yeah. to watch. I started to start Secret Evasion. This kind of reminded me of Secret Evasion. I didn't even and, start uh, it. But it's also like kind of, okay, here we go. It's going to be this cum- accumulation of things, right? But I'm starting. I think, I don't think, I think that we've passed the twilight of people having an interest in that. Um, mm-hmm. I think this, look, I would love for whatever star wars films comes out of this felony verse or this like kind of long-term thing turns out to be great and good for the franchise i kind of feel like the the window of opportunity may have passed that's yeah i mean i think that the biggest problem that they have is that they created this really interesting character in ahsoka tano who existed purely in an animated format Uh and a lot of people will see animation (laughs) a lot of adults will see animation and say it's a, it's a cartoon. I don't want to watch it, 100%. which is unfair because there is animation is for everyone. Um, yep. Doesn't matter how old you are. You can watch cartoons and they're great. And like the Clone Wars is an incredible show and Rebels is a really good show. Um, but the fact that this character, her backstory is backed by what, like nine seasons of a television show that you have to watch all and a movie there's the clone wars movie as well right, that came right. out which was the extended pilot and that's where ahsoka right. was first introduced yeah um it's, it was hated <laughs> yeah i saw right. it in theaters yeah oh really well yeah. as a movie it's just it is three extended episodes right it's not exactly really, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. three episode pilot yeah. that they put out in theaters yeah, um, it, it introduced uh the the first you know before there was baby mm-hmm. yoda we have to pay respects there was baby Rhoda, Rhoda the Hutt, who was Jabba the Hutt's child. That's right. I remember yeah. that. I do remember that. On the on the poster, no less. Yeah, they had to rescue him. Hilarious. Um, so yeah, so I guess, like, I don't know, Pete, do you feel like they're fighting an uphill battle now with it what is, in a way? I'm hoping after the first two episodes, maybe it might be now. I think we'll be more in a direction of where we're not going to have too much inside baseball mm-hmm. where I think we'll see the, the, the their connections be developing. So I think they have, they have a lot going on. I think you're going to see 
I think you're gonna see some. I think you're gonna see the the the, the double Jedi crew, uh, having dynamics, different dynamics. I think they're gonna have issues. I think we're gonna have some stuff there. I think uh, the the one character they introduced in episode two. I don't know if he's a secret character. Um, right, right, but, yeah. But, but then, Merrick. yeah, and then they have what? There's rumors that he was voiced by Sam Whitmore. Whitmore. So mm-hmm. then you start thinking, is he, uh, is he that uh, the based star, off killer. star killer? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Okay, and so okay. they have all, so you know, so that, or it's just another, or it's gonna be a reveal of somebody else. Okay, you know, yeah. there's also the evil Ezra uh, talk, or you oh know, my gosh, okay, uh, okay, Bar- okay. Sophie is another. Yeah, there's a lot of theories about this character okay, who we okay. haven't so, talked about yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get to let's my, get to in my dream world would be Mara Jade. It's, it's but I, it's, oh, I feel man. like it's a guy. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> A way to bring her in. See, I know enough about her. I know enough about her. There we go. There you go. Um, I and I do want before we we'll whip it in part uh part two here, but I do want to say I I think um Rosario Dawson is excellent casting. I think she's great. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I I don't I do think Sabine Wren, the actress playing her, what's her name? Um. Oh, it is. Uh, She does make things feel a little CW sometimes. Um, but I w- I will say she um is she the voice her? as well? No, she's not. No. She's not. But that's what um, they did with uh, Bo Katan, right? That's yeah, the yeah. Na- and, Natasha and, and, Natasha Liu character and Clancy Brown's character was on yeah Rebels. Clancy Clancy Brown he played that same character on Rebels yeah. as well the cool. the governor um but yeah yeah uh Natasha Liu Bordizo she. I will say she looks so much yeah. like Sabine. Yeah. Like she they got they got visually dead on. I don't think she's a bad actress. I think we just don't get her personality yet. Sabine is a character with a big personality and, and she's, she's very... had to do almost as much as um old what's her face? Hira Sindola act mm-hmm. against nothing. You can tell she's had to do deliver all these lines to yeah. someone else. I don't like hologram was... or talking to a robot or talking to a, a yeah. half CGI half cat wearing loaf, you know. <laughs> and I also feel you might get the CW vibe because she's also playing a pad one, which they always, usually, usually, are, are you know we saw Anakin, he was immature. We saw Ahsoka mm-hmm. growing up, and she was pretty immature. Yeah, Ezra um, was immature. Ezra was immature, so. It's that care. It's almost like a beat what they right. do. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a trope. No, I get it. I get it. And I just like, I just think it it, it felt a little uh, clunky here. It didn't feel as, you know, like I said, I love the, I, I do like the the wooden, what some people call wooden Star Wars acting style, but mm-hmm. it almost felt like she got a little too mm, chill and relax uh, to me, right? Whatever. This is, you know, I'm yeah. old dork. Anyways, uh, part two, Toil and Trouble um steph green this is he's directing this episode and he's also directing the next one but i do see that uh episode four is peter ramsey so that could be interesting he's one of the um uh spider-verse guys uh oh, anyway, interesting. yeah uh so ren recovers and inform yeah and that's a, it upsets everybody and informs oscar of her findings and, and also traces the droids that attra- attacked her to Elsbeth's factory on corellia i know corellia we all know corellia mm-hmm. Um, seeking the star map, Ahsoka and Sindola uh, travel to the Corellian shipyards where they discover a massive hyperdrive being built by workers loyal to the Galactic Empire. I love this stuff. This also, this felt uh, 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 Kodor kind of 
uh, that Knights of the Old Republic kind of showing up to this kind of um, different, uh, you know, um, habitat or different environment. I thought it was really cool. Um, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, like those are too big. Like I like that they're uh, um, right away. They know that it, it um, you know, it's for something that doesn't exist yet. The, these, these, uh, or, you know what I mean? Like uh, these massive engines that they see here right that's an yeah. interesting thing um, yeah it's and it's 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 interesting it's a it's another thing that kind of goes into referencing the jedi survivor uh, fallen order jedi survivor games which open up with the main character on an imperial shipyard where they are literally just breaking down old republic ships and for like for scrap and for parts and we kind of see that now with the, the reverse on corellia where they're ripping apart imperial ships mm -hmm. um this this thing i also thought it it was bringing in my favorite aspect of star wars that i've i will talk about forever which is um how the world is after the clone wars yeah and yeah. and during like like not just in the rebellion and in the empire and, and in the republic and like with the jedi what are people doing yeah, and we yeah. see all these people who oh, were yeah. former imperials who were told like the empire is gone you're part of the new Republic now. And you can see that they're really unhappy there. And we, and we see this later in the episode, but like, there's a lot of resistance there to these people who have grown up thinking the empire. The empire's is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and it, this is like, there was whispers of it in Obi-Wan. I remember that one guy who picks them up who had the kind yeah, of horror Frank, face. Frank, yeah. 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 Zach Braff. So he, he was basically wearing yeah. a, a mega uh, cap. Yeah. Um, um, but that's Andor is all of that, right? Is all those inner workings and like the people and in, in within the that we you know in the in the underlie like the the that you don't see in the in the films and stuff. Um, yeah, I love that as well. Um, yeah, and it's kind of neat too because like okay, we don't like the Empire, but is our choice actually even better? I which I'm not saying it's not. I mean, you'd hope it'd be better than you know having you know. Right. tyranny uh is how they always and I, I think it, that's maybe a, yeah. you know maybe it's more black and maybe it's more gray area than we than right really and that's what we hope for you know? yeah you know that's the shit that i love that's the 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 switch that was kind of turned with rogue one and pushed forward with the last jedi and then done to like kind of perfection with andor is like the look at those gray uh areas and stuff and that's um and you can That's... kind of see how incompetent that the Republic really is, and now you can see how like the the world, the New World Order, whatever they call it in the other movies, yeah, came to power because of uh, how incompetent they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's it... it's a. Yeah, there's a lot of problems in the New Republic, and there's yeah. a lack I of think it, and I think preparation that's, is one of really that's indicative of the the world we live in right now. I really think they're trying to echo that, like. Uh, like what I loved about uh, uh, Andor and Marta, I know that you echo me on this, is just how anti-centrist it was, right? Yes. Like you can't just sit your ass out at this time, at this uh, stage in the game, right? Because mm -hmm. it's not the people in charge are going to fuck shit up regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you got to get the fuck involved, man. Um, mm -hmm. um, and and yeah. So I like like of course I I don't expect this to get into to be as subversive shockingly subversive yeah. as andor was um but i think there's there's also i mean we we see not just in andor there but in the animated shows there is a lot of sprinkling of that 
idea of defecting and yeah. people recognizing that the empire was wrong. There's, I mean, Sabine herself was a member. Of, she went to the Imperial Academy. Mm-hmm. She left and ran away. Um, there was, uh, Finn? there's an episode of Rebels with, uh, sorry, what was that, Pete? Well, Finn uh, from the movies. Yeah, right, Finn, right, right. Finn from the movies, uh, yeah. Hux as well in the movies. Yeah, um, right. In Rebels, there's also uh, Callus, who is an imperial yeah. agent uh, who becomes an informant. He becomes uh, one of the fulcrum agents, which is what Ahsoka is, which is a series. That's a whole other thing. There's a whole like network of spies that all go by the code name Fulcrum. Um, Callus becomes Fulcrum, and he starts by contacting the rebellion to say, "Hey, there's a couple of." kids who are part of our i think the like sky strike academy which is the big imperial um uh pilot academy the mm-hmm. flight school They're like, we've got a th- three students who want to defect they want to come to the rebellion and that was this imperial agent and one of those students that they rescue is wedge antilles in ah, cool yeah. and the girl the girl from obi-wan was part of the uh part of it and then she uh left yeah the- reva reva right, yeah right yeah right. yeah uh, i mean yeah <laughs> is there life out there? That's what she was wondering. Is there life out there? Yeah. Beyond she's a the single empire. mom who works two jobs. Okay, learn, more from, learn more from the stains than I did the paper. Uh, I love that music video. Uh, all right. Uh, sorry, sorry, what was that, Pete? It's so she can sing. Yeah, just like, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, Sindola chases after this transport that's carrying this hyperdrive. This was uh, great where Asuka duels Merrick, uh, as we're talking mm-hmm. about, uh, Merrick. Uh, Marrock. Marrock, uh, a former Inquisitor working for Elspeth. So that's cool that they're yeah. working in the Inquisitors with this. Um, Marrock. Oh, that's what and we think so far. You know, we don't know for sure. I mean, okay. Yeah. Man, yeah. that would be cool if it was revealed to be Ezra after. Okay, that's good. Now that I know that, like, that would make sense, actually. Like, that would be a really good reveal. If like that's the reason why Sabine uh, is is even involved, right? They kept really kind of forcing that almost to a kind of mm-hmm. uh, puffy, uh, like even for spy Star Wars standards, things can get a little kind of right. You do it for him, kind of thing. When she's supposed to be this kind of tough, uh, whatever, it felt a little. I don't know. Yeah, but they but they were like very very close in mm-hmm. Rebels. They kind of came together as like they were the youngest yeah. of the crew. Yeah, yeah, they were the, the kids. Okay, okay. In, a, in a sea of adults and and murderous. Okay. They really hammered it. They really hammered it home, though. Is what I'm they saying. They did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and and yeah, I I do want to talk about some of the theories about this Merit character because okay. there's there's we've we've kind of touched on some of them. One of the theories is that it's Ezra that he's gone dark um or you know was forced to become an inquisitor one of the theories is that we talked about because uh like pete mentioned earlier sam witwer was accredited and he is the voice actor a of darth maul in um the clone wars but also in the force unleashed games he played star killer who like ahsoka was an apprentice of anakin skywalker however Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, not pre, because Ahsoka was Anakin's apprentice right. cool. before now Vader, now after Vader in the game. And these games have not been made part of the canon at all. They're part of the, I can't remember what they're calling the extended Oh, really? Now. Because yeah. there was a ton of, uh, we talked about during Obi-Wan, there was a ton of stuff from the original. Um... That's Fallen Order. Oh, Fallen Order. Okay. This is the Force Unleashed. Yeah, it's a, it's a different oh, series. Okay. There's two oh, games, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, so you good. play as Starkiller, who was yeah. Darth Vader's former apprentice, and you kind of have the choice. Do I want to go more dark? Do I want to go more light? Um, it's it's okay. a really fun game. I like it, it, it. A lot of people got got a bit of flack, but I, I think it's a very fun. Okay. Just, like, I do have it. Adventure. I have it on this, so uh, I'll, I'll dig give into it. Give it a shot. It's, it's yeah, fun, yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Um, but yeah, so there's theories that it's Starkiller. There's also a theory, because we don't really hear this character's voice and they're very much masked up, we can't really tell from their figure who they are. Um, there's another theory that it's Barris Afi, who is a who she was a Jedi Padawan at the same time as Ahsoka um, was a Padawan and they were good friends and they went on a few missions together. Uh, and we don't know what her fate was after Order 66. It was kind of assumed that she died. However, she and Ahsoka kind of had a bit of a butting of heads towards the end of Clone Wars when Ahsoka was leaving the Jedi Order. Um, so there is a possibility that it could be Barisafi. That's I, I'm kind of hoping for that, but I, I doubt it will That's be. That's one you're leaning towards? Okay. I'm leaving all of those. I think I think it's Ezra. I hope it's Barisafi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Pete. Have you heard any of these? Uh, uh, I don't think I've heard the Ezra one. Uh, I heard the Star Killer one. Other than that, I, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be Star Killer. I think it's gonna be like an a character based off the Star Killer type of uh, something uh, like that. Cool. Yeah. And that's fine, right? If 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 Thrawn is based off of this existing Timothy Zahn character and they're finding yeah. a way to work, if they can do something like that with Starkiller, I think that sounds that sounds right down Filoni's street, to be honest. Yeah, very much you. so, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, all right. Uh so they had a bit of a duel there while uh Cindilla's chasing after the transport. Um American the transport escape, but not before Cindilla's astromech. To- oh yeah, a, a chopper. Can, so can we chop- talk about chopper? Oh, yeah, can we ahead. talk about chopper? I chopper assume. is my my second favorite Star Wars droid after BD One mm. from the <laughs> the Fallen Order series. Um, this I mentioned it before. This dude is a war criminal. He is the most vicious astromech droid. He has, I think, a confirmed kill count of like fifty thousand based on indir- indirect actions from him um we also see him kill 19 people <laughs> or something wow. like that on screen he's like kicking other astromech imperial astromech droids off of giant platforms and killing them he huh. gives no shits I like and it. i love him okay i also like the fact that he is you can actually understand him he's sort right. of got that weird binary speech okay. but if I was you listen talk about closely yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an uncanny of like rah, 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 rah. there's right. words like, that are being like said like animal crossing uh, yeah. The, yeah yeah totally. yeah yes <laughs> animal crossing but with more murder and little arms <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah i got the i got the impression that he was beloved by somebody when he showed up you know what i mean me. they're really kind of lean, they lean in. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, by me <laughs> like it wasn't like uh here's this character you know what i mean it's like here's our old buddy that's what it felt like when he was doing mm-hmm. his kind of routine there um i can't say i was as one over immediately um, yeah uh, uh, marta but i think uh yeah we'll see an acquired taste uh, like i said like Look, I, I think he'll have more to do later on. We've yeah, barely and as a, seen, yeah. Right. Oh, come on. I'm a prequels guy. Of course, I'm going to have patience for that kind of, <laughs> uh, for jokes that fall flat and stuff, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Like, I were you able to understand the conversation he was having with? Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Vera, I mean, where, she where he, does where enough. She said, you could hear him say, why not shoot it down? And she yeah. said, if I shoot it down, it's going to fall in this city. And his response, yeah. if you listen to his, and that's a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so Hilarious. funny. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. He has no compassion. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. Um, but yeah, he attached the tracking device. Big uh, moment there. And after arresting the shipyard workers. Yeah. So this is good. Like after we see that one guy who's kind of like playing all dumb and stuff um, is among the uh, people who get taken away. 
uh, she's contacted by Ren, who is ready to become her Padawan again and find Bridger. Uh, and Bridger. Um, Elizabeth is contacted by Skull, uh, who's uh, Hattie. Who's Haiti? Hattie. I'm looking at this right now in the thing. H-A-T-I. That's the his apprentice. Right. Sorry. Pardon the girl. Me. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Shin. Shin. Right. Shin. I know her, yeah. I know Shin, Shin. Shin Hattie. Yeah. And, and Merrick, who obtained the hyperdrive so they can finish building a ship, the Eye of Scion and find Thrawn. So that's cool. That makes sense that this is like, that's why they're, they've still kind of got this kind of low key thing happening. Um, For a second, I thought it was like, here's the thing, like eventually here's the problem as well, but you know, whatever, we'll see how it goes. I've talked about my distaste for episode nine. They've got to find a way to figure out how Palpatine's going to get this massive. Like if they're going to be filling in all these blanks, they might as well be doing that too, right? Well, we know we know how Palpatine returns and it's somehow. Yes. <laughs> but also gets a, gets a big ship or gets this big like legion of whatever. Yeah. Like if, if they're going out of their way to, to figure out how all these little things are happening now, um, it just feels so incongruous right like to me it feels like eventually they're going to build to something right because i know that um all of these stories are going to build into something involving like ray and uh you know uh what's yeah. his face uh the actor finn. who plays finn just basically yeah. oh maybe i maybe i maybe i would do another star wars movie like you can tell mm -hmm. okay clearly there's something going on there too so yeah um well they well they have they did confirm that they're doing a yeah. new trilogy yep. ray. with ray yep. as the like the skywalker character like mm -hmm. rebuilding the order uh i think that the last season of the mandalorian is kind of starting to lean towards what they were doing in the rise of skywalker with like the, the clones the snow clones the palpatine clones right um because they bring up the cloning programs with uh moff gideon mm -hmm. and he's got his own clones so they're they're kind right, of right. messing okay. around with clones, and it's also interestingly enough a theme that comes in from um, the Timothy Zahn novels as well, from the Heir to yeah. the Empire books, yeah. yeah, where clones are a big thing because at the time this was pre prequels, uh, the Clone Wars had only been mentioned in the movie by uh, like you knew my you knew my father in the Clone Wars, Clone Wars, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't clear what the Clone Wars were, so it you know potentially like in in the books i think there's a clone of luke skywalker and they're yeah. just cloning in the, clone and in the dark horse dark horse yeah, and then you have the yeah. clone of a uh, jonas corbett which is who yeah luke with two joris kaboth there yeah. you go okay and it was yeah. luke with two u's right that's yeah. like it was the clone that's hilarious yeah luke yeah <laughs> um luke. yeah okay so uh, look, uh, I can tell that this is about to just, yeah, this is a, a ton of exposition and it, it does make sense that it had to be two episodes or that they released these two episodes one after the other, because it is 100% exposition, as you said, mm -hmm. as you guys mentioned, and, you know, inform me, the finish uh, ends in a kind of homage to like, here we go, kind of thing, like the start of something, right? Yeah, Um. that, fam that famous Star Wars line, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, how much how much did you think when you saw that announcement that that the Charles Montanay had died, right? When you first I saw did too. I saw I was like, oh no. <laughs> like it was a big we have sad to now you. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, sad to announce. Please <laughs> respect the privacy of the family at all times. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> But okay, and of course you guys know. I, I would, I would, even if we weren't doing this show, I would watch this all the way through because I think I, I, mm -hmm. 
I'm so into this or, or I just care, right? I care about how this develops and stuff. That being said, if I didn't care, I don't think I'd, I'd care beyond this. You guys. Yeah. Um, I, if I was not as big of a star Wars nerd as I am, mm-hmm. I I don't think I would be yeah. into this, which which yeah. is unfortunate because they're entering that territory of just reference, 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 rather than good story with references sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. And, but like that's you know we talk about streaming services and 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 how media is presented this time. This is for a niche audience. Yeah. Um, it's we... it's the it's rebels. It's it's rebels too, mm-hmm. essentially, and Clone Wars too. Yeah. Yeah, because right. there's no way it's going to do as good as ratings. Like, even how great Andor was, they didn't do nearly the ratings that we wanted. And because all we wanted yeah. was a character that everyone knew, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed uh-huh. to just Star Wars fans. Yeah. But, I like, I, I just... I want them to stick this fucking landing. And I want... Like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Like, and I don't know what they're going to get here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I've learned to not... To know that... The, it could be awesome and it could be garbage right that's that's the that's pretty much the star wars way these days isn't it you guys um Mm -hmm. um but you know uh i think it's good to have a level of awareness that this is a possibility as part of a a, a, like to be a healthy fan these days you know what i mean because like you, you mentioned pete the way every like right after that um that's the most kind of sort of whispers of toxic fandom that we've got from this is and i know that with something so minor of like a character being run through and not Mm -hmm. dying and and how that can kind of bring out the worst and people for whatever reason but do you foresee anything else uh i don't know i'll throw this out to both of you that that might kind of create that kind of uglier side of things uh maybe if they turn ezra evil is the if he is the reveal behind that I think that could cause some stir. Sure, but yeah. they teased that he could, he had a dark side to him mm-hmm. throughout. I mean, because mm-hmm. he did follow them all for a little bit in a right. way. Yeah, but yeah, he had like... a, he had a Sith holocron for a while that he yeah. was just, uh, wrangling his feelings with. Yeah, grappling yeah. with. That's what I was looking for. Not wrangling. Yeah, to me, this feels like um, they feel like it's safe because they're 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 going to try to appeal to the diehards as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder how much that diehard um audience or that demographic is uh a worthwhile endeavor for them. Like, like you guys, since I've since I've talked to all of you, I've been to Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It is the coolest fucking thing ever. <laughs> Pete, have you been? No, I know. I, I'm ashamed of myself as a Star Wars fan. I haven't been there yet. I, have, I haven't been either, Pete. It's you're, you're so yeah. fucking cool, you guys. You have to check it out. I know my 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 nephew niece's nephews have been there four times already, and my sister and stuff. So I know, but I know that like even that is not like is there is there enough of an audience for this that who people want to experience this entirely immersive thing? Like it is so fucking cool. Like you're just like hey, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean the hotel the hotel is shutting down. Yeah. All right. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. The the hotel. I think. Right. I think as of next month, the hotel is is done, and that because they couldn't get the bookings. Oh, I yeah, mean, but, but also, that was, was also a price thing. It was yeah, crazy yeah, a bit of everything, sure, right? Yeah. But yeah. but that's got they've got to see that as like maybe we are might be how much of an audience 
still exists. Like there's kids who love this. Kids fucking love this. But do the kids love hearing about how um, Skull is not as bored as a Jedi, but trained as a uh, witchery kind of whatever the fuck, you know? I mean, I think I think that there is an audience for it in that, again, the Star Wars animated shows for for all the people who will, you know, immediately dismiss animation because it's animation. The animated shows do have a very, very broad audience and like they were on network. Clone Wars was on network television. Rebels mm-hmm. was on the Disney channel. Like, right. These were very popular shows that did very, very well. Um, because at and the time it, they it, came it out, there a, wasn't. Very, and it also was a bridge for kids to become fans, too. Yeah. Because there wasn't, but, there was that, that lull after the prequels. Yeah. But, and, and then parents could watch with their kids. But, like, yeah. if you watch a lot of Clone Wars episodes, there's stuff that if if I was a little kid watching that, I would be bored out of my skull. Uh, As an yes. adult, I'm wrapped. Just yes. like, this is yes. great. This is what I want. Again, I got, yeah. Because that's, that's, at the time, that was the only way that they were able to get more Star Wars stories onto a screen. It was, they were between, right, you know, prequel right, and right. Uh, sequel series. Like, we kind of mm-hmm. had that dry spell. Disney that was what, and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that was what we had. And I do think that there is a very, very dedicated audience who like these shows. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I couldn't tell you a ton of trivia about the shows because I, I watched them once and then didn't watch rewatch them. I know mm-hmm. people who do rewatch them, but so much lore has been pulled from those shows, like Saw Gerrera in Rogue One. Yeah, he first shows up as a character in the Clone Wars as a, a young Saw Gerrera. Cool. Um, there's, there's all sorts of of stuff that comes up, and that that show did so much to kind of help define characters in a way that the movies couldn't like Padme is such a cool character when you watch the Clone Wars Mm -hmm. when you watch the movies she's just this sad woman who dies of heartbreak but and they flushed out the Anakin character a ton yeah they flushed out Anakin they they kind of showed you like here's why Anakin and Padme loved each other and here's where like why Anakin like where he was struggling it wasn't just a turn of the hat like hey this old guy likes me there was a lot of struggle going on there and yeah and and they actually bonded made the bond of the Obi-Wan Anakin character so much more than yeah very much yeah yeah and you could see and then and that's also where you know Ahsoka comes from that where we got to see this character start as a kid who was who was a young Padawan learner who became an apprentice, who eventually became a commander. And, you know, she never made it to be a knight in her own right because she left the Jedi Order before them because she didn't believe, she was framed for some crimes. She didn't, and she also kind of didn't believe some of the paths they were taking. Yeah, yeah. But we kind of got to see this character grow up in this system, the Jedi system, for for lack of a better term. Yeah. And now we're seeing how she gets to kind of grapple with adult life without that structure. Um that she's known her entire life. Mm-hmm. And I I think that makes for really interesting television, but my mom's not going to know what this is. <laughs> you know, my in-laws aren't going to give a shit. It's <laughs> yes. But yeah. I like, I feel like, you know, I, I do feel like this is kind of the last hurrah of that, like as it, they might be behind the scene, or maybe they are, maybe they're onto something. Maybe they've been following yeah. this demographic. They've got people who, uh, you know, look, okay. We, we do see these parents and kids who have been <laughs> watching all this time. It comes um, down to Filoni, though. Like, yeah, yeah, and George all Lucas. This, yeah, this yeah. everything you said, it like led to him getting basically the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, which, George yeah. George Lucas handpicked Dave Filoni mm-hmm. to be his successor as mm-hmm. the person who headed up Star Wars, and yeah. that's kind of it. It hasn't happened with the movies. I 
I know it's there's going to be one movie. I hope it doesn't happen with the sequel trilogy. Not because I don't like Dave Filoni, but I think we need to get new voices in there. Sure. Um, Agreed. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's why, like, and I think that's what we're going to really find out at the end of the season as is how much do we need those new voices? Yeah. Um, because like, like we've said, like uh, this guy uh, is beloved uh, generally kind of universally in a, in a, uh, a, a fandom that has polarizing views and those toxic mm-hmm. things and stuff. So I feel like this, this could be his last hurrah um, um, uh, leading up to the um, kind of thing. Like, I, I think he might kind of, they might give him some sort of honorary thing eventually, but this, I just feel like. I think, I think the movie is his proving ground. Yeah. Of Uh, can you make a movie? And if you can, we'll put you on the writing staff or we'll let you write one of the new movies, movies, but maybe not direct. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Which is unfortunate because I mean, I know they're just going to pull the Disney thing of running into the same problem of getting a a cool director. Who's got a really cool vision. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I think they will have a, I think they'll have a three movie plan this time. I don't think they'll make that same mistake. I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) But I also hope that they they will stick with the cool directors that yeah, they have. Like, yeah. I really want to see the Colin Trevorrow cut of Rise of Skywalker, whatever that was going to be. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I personally, actually, I the last actually, yeah, like, yeah, his actually his ideas seem pretty a lot cooler than what happened. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, but 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 also like you know that's like the fact that people know about that like doesn't make things better. You know what I mean? No. Like like as part of like yeah, like so like it. another thing. Solo was the the Han Solo movie. Yeah. It's going to be a Lord and Miller movie, but yeah. the, Kathleen right. Kennedy didn't like where it was going, so yeah. she ousted them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people don't like Kathleen Kennedy just on the basis that she's a woman, which is dumb. Yes. Um, that's that's the biggest critique that she gets. Yes. Uh, she has but, been working for Lucasfilm since she was forever. Like that's yeah, a good, I, she did, I, I feel like she's weirdly, she's like weirdly great, singled great, out. Like she's a great at like being like. Like not what she's doing now, but like uh, what 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 was she doing before Star Wars? Uh, well, she was like a producer. Yes. Yeah, she's she doing producer. Yeah. Producer, yeah. So she? I heard she's like an incredible producer, which I think you're more hands on than what she does now. And she's not very good at what she does now because uh, she's not as hands on. She's the one who who did Andor. I think she's she's ever she's Star Wars man. She's right. everything good and everything bad in bad, between. Yeah, and I yeah. think she gets it's ridiculous. Like, the and I think it directors feels, they I, fired is ridiculous. I mean, well, sure, but like to, yeah. to put that all on her, like I think it's ridiculously misinformed and misguided how much she yeah. gets singled out and, yes. uh, and stuff. I think that's nonsense. Um uh anyway speaking of people who have singled her out uh as we say goodbye to episodes one and two wait hold uh, on one thing i thought we missed on i would like to hit on on the end of episode two was when we had the big uh the three evil jedis and uh Balin skull and talking about having to kill uh ahsoka and like he felt like he was like conflicted i think yeah. that's gonna be, i think mm-hmm. i think that's where we're gonna have some drama with right. him and his padawan I guess that's yeah. why they yeah they got those orange lightsabers right you got yes you reminded yeah. me they're not quite full dark side yeah and I think um, that's where it comes back to him training her as he was trained as a Jedi and as he knew how to take on a Padawan hmm. because he 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 was a Jedi he went through the temple he he was a knight and yep. now he's not he hasn't fully embraced the Sith but it seems like I mean he has a line in the end about how like 
you know what's on the end of that and it's power like you could never imagine right oh so yeah he's so chasing the yeah, power but he's feel. not necessarily okay. taking the like hard it's more on the gray jedi yep, side yep, which is yep. a thing that comes up a lot in star wars i know the I idea know. of the doesn't... gray jedi right right um, again another think... thing that's entirely true but whatever yeah yeah but i i i honestly i like that aspect i, I, I like, like the, the idea, idea of a jedi yeah, 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 who's yeah. like i don't need to follow these like I, right no right. no dating come on Yes, yes. Come on. I don't think you're a Jedi. I just, I guess, they're just not a Jedi, right? It's kind of like yeah. being Catholic, right? You can't. Uh, there's certain things you gotta, <laughs> you can't do, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a recovering Jedi. Like my mom says, she's a recovering Catholic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Um. So yeah. Uh, unless we have any other things, because I did want to say for our next uh show, uh, for our next episode when we do uh, uh recap on season or episode three, um, former. Vancouver City champion at Boom Pro Wrestling, uh, Brady Malibu, uh, an actor and uh, producer, Brady Roberts, uh, is really wanting to join us. So uh, I think. Oh, that'd would... be great. And yeah, you know, he has some, let's just say, he has some opinions about Kathleen Kennedy and that sort of thing. So I'm sure that he does. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to hear what Brady has to say. Yeah. Um, uh, sounds good. Um, unless you, you guys have anything else you want to add? Like I said, um, I, like I'm in for the long haul. Even if we hadn't uh, done mm-hmm. this, I watch all the uh, live action uh, Star Wars. I think it's, uh, you know, I, I just want to live in that kind of, if you're going to give me another shot of uh, some sort of dining room somewhere, <laughs> you know, even if it's dull as fuck, you're just petting some uh, Lothan cat. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. What is L- it called? Loth cat. Loth cat. Oh man. Yeah. I want to live there. I want to live there. Oh, yeah. Um but I do, yeah, like I said, it's feeling pretty inside right now. So we'll see how they uh, kind of pull this thing up. Uh, anything yeah. else you guys want to add before we sign off here? I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I, I happen to be going to GalaxyCon in Austin next weekend. And I will be sitting in on the Clone Wars panel, which is going to have Matt Ooh. Latner, who did uh, Anakin's voice, uh, James Arnold Taylor, who did uh, Obi-Wan's voice, and uh, Ashley Eckstein, who did... Uh, uh, Ahsoka's voice, and mm-hmm. I had my question prepared on what I'm going to ask. So, um, what, you, what was your question? Um, it's not, I'm sure they've heard it before, but will like, you go out with me? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, well, here's three, uh, three different takes. Oh, so you, Ashley, actually were voicing a character that's brand new, while you two guys are voicing characters that have been established, uh, on screen. How do you go around doing that differently, doing those differently, or? what's your give and take on doing different characters or is it easier to do a fresh character versus someone who's been established? established. I like it. It's a good question. Yeah. All right. I'm interested I'm, to hear the, the answer that you yeah, get. Yeah. yeah. Cool. If I man. get up there, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm not afraid to ask questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Man. <laughs> I always, well, like, I always like going to those nerdy cons. Oh yeah. Dude. And I sit in oh, these, yeah. those Q and A's and I always have a, I nice. always have my questions. Awesome. Nice. Good to hear Pete. on the scene for her. I'm no joke. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> Uh, Pete Shergrocker from I'm No Jedi. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that. We're yeah. live on location Some at Galaxy Podcasters Con. are so lame. Yeah, they do that. I'm uh, yes, not a joke. I'm like, fucking get a grip, pal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. You know? uh, My mom's gonna listen to it. And that's yeah, right. maybe. 25 people, maybe. 25 maybe. She's not watching the show, so she probably won't. She, she yeah, specifically six. told me that she stopped listening to Boomtown, Travis. She was listening to it. She stopped listening to it because I don't know what's going on because I don't come to your wrestle shows. Which <laughs> oh. she mom's... doesn't come to because she lives in a different country. But like, my, yeah, <laughs> my mom still listens because I mentioned her once. 
Aww. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and, and I talked about how lovely it was meeting your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so she, yeah. she's waiting for that again. Aww. Um, awesome. Uh, but yeah, oh yeah. So we should tell people Boom's gonna be back soon. <laughs> Boom Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Look for that. It's a whole other thing. Pete, you got anything else going on besides Galaxy Con? Sounds great. No, that's it. You know, just gonna drink beers and stuff. On, hey, uh, you know, whatever. I might do that as well. Um, there you just go. Gonna drink beers and stuff. I like that. Cool. Uh, well, it's great to talk to both you guys again, and thank you all for joining yeah. us. And uh, I'm no Jedi. So good. Thank you for giving me. Thank you for giving me an outlet so that my husband doesn't have to hear me good. shout these things at no, him. And I need it. And I need it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. We'll see you next time.